The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. Reiki has been proven to bring you balance and peace, as well as improve your health. It's a healing method that works with other alternative methods, as well as conventional medical practices, to encourage and enhance personal healing on a number of levels. Now, to tell you more about Reiki and better health, here is Paula Vale. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to For the Love of Reiki. Paula Vale here, and today I am so grateful to welcome back a previous guest, Rose O'Connor. Every time I have Rose on the show, she just touches my heart. And Rose is a Yasui Holy Fire and Karuna Reiki Master Teacher. She and her husband Joe currently teach classes in Colorado and Pennsylvania, and their mission involves teaching Reiki the world over. Rose is just an amazing, amazing gift for all of us. And we will be talking today, our episode title is Divinely Guided by Reiki. And to begin, Rose, I just want to say welcome back. And I am so honored to have you here. Thank you, Paula. It's an honor to be here. And and it's so nice to hear your voice and talk with you again. Thank you. And you're even joining us from England. This is so fun. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Hugs across the world. I love it. We are a long way away right now. (laughs) Yes, yes. So let's begin, Rose, with how does Reiki bring guidance in our lives? What what does this really mean? Well, you know, Paula... Um, as I was thinking about the show, I was thinking about how it we're guided every time we get together and we talk and Reiki guides our words and our voice and the guidance is just so multi-layered, you know. Yes. And I think that being guided in life in general is something that we all seek intrinsically, even though on the outside we might act as though we want to be the ones in charge of everything in our life. And that happens a lot, I think, in the United States especially, as opposed to other countries where it's sometimes it's more of a, a we-can-do-it type mentality. But here in America, we, although I'm not in America right now, um, <laughs> In America, we're we're kind of more of an I mentality, I think, and we think that we're in command of our own lives, but really, that is just an illusion because the opposite is really true. When we go deep within ourselves, we realize that the times in our lives when we feel most guided are the times when we are simply following that guidance onto onto the right path. Those are the times that our instinct takes over and the mind becomes still. Those are the times when magic happens. Oh, I love that, Rose, because <laughs> actually, you know, we can 
seek guidance outside us and just keep seeking and seeking and looking for it, but really to sit back and, as you said, be quiet and and let that divine guidance come to us, it can give us all our answers, don't you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we spend so much of our life looking outside of ourself, like you say, for that guidance and and seeking it from the external world when it's when it's all the time right inside of us. Beautiful. <laughs> yes. And now our, you know go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead. Some people can call this following your gut. Mm-hmm. Other people say that it's listening to God. And I think for this sake of this show, we're calling it divine guidance. And understand that that divine guidance is never, ever wrong. Its arrow always hits the mark. You've heard stories or watch movies or read books about people who followed their guidance and miracles happened. One story that came to my mind was The Way of the Peaceful Warrior. And in that story, the young man is he's a gymnast and he's in line to be a very top gymnast and then he gets hurt and along the way he starts to follow the guidance that's offered to him by this strange man who works in a gas station he doesn't know why he listens to his guidance he doesn't know why he visits the man but he just does it and really it's his own inner guidance that he's following and he comes to great personal victory as a result of it Oh, beautiful, beautiful. I'm going to check that out. So this is a book? Um, It's a book, and it's also a movie as well. I love it. Uh, Dan Millman is the author, and he's he's quite good. He's He's really impactful. It's a really nice story. But divine guidance, when it's filtered through Reiki, becomes, to me, a much more finely tuned instrument. Reiki is holds divine guidance in an unlimited supply and through reiki we can access our divine guidance much more easily yes with reiki in our lives i I look at it like holding having a house full of stars and when we need a star we can just reach out and grab one and it will shine light on the situation that we needed to shine light on the light is always there for us it's always there Beautiful analogy. I love that. <laughs> oh. And there, are there different ways in which one can be guided by Reiki? Uh, yes, of course. There's many ways that we can be guided by Reiki. And, and one of the things that I uh, wanted to talk about was uh, William Lee Rand's book in the, in the Reiki Touch. He talks about how Reiki... This is the sentence in the book. He says, Reiki is the primal energy of the universe guided by the highest wisdom of the universe. And what this means to me is that the key in Reiki is the primal energy or the energy that brings life to all things and that all things are made of. And the ray is the highest wisdom. So together, the highest wisdom of the universe is guiding the primal energy of the universe. And when we're, uh, we allow ourselves to be guided by this highest wisdom, we will always do exactly what's needed. And, you know, you were speaking about different ways that we can be guided. I 
had spoken to a, a number of our students who I call uh, friends. I call them all friends because they're either friends who have become students or they're students who have become friends. And so we're all fr- we're all connected. You know, yes. we're all connected by Reiki. And I wrote to a number of uh, these students, these friends, and asked them for to give me some different stories about being guided by Reiki, which I'll share some of those stories as we go along in the program. But one story that came to mind regarding this came from a friend of mine named Ellen, and she's a Reiki volunteer at the Neighborhood Hospice in Westchester, Pennsylvania. And when I asked her for a story or an instance of how she felt guided by Reiki, she told me this. She said, During one of my Reiki sessions with a hospice client, I was told to stop positioning my hands over their body, to step away and hold sacred space with Reiki. After about 10 minutes, the client transitioned very peacefully. It was exactly what he needed. So this is just one small example of the many, many examples of divine guidance as it comes through Reiki. Yes, and that's just, you know, that's so true. That's such a great example of when a practitioner practitioner is offering Reiki, what can come to them through divine guidance. Absolutely. You know, Paula, I think that especially... In in again in the states in in what we call Western Reiki, we learn Reiki as as being a healing art. We learn it as being for healing, something that eases physical pain and discomfort, or um, alleviates emotional pain, or helps us to let go of things. Something that eases our stress or our worry, and something that makes us peaceful. And it is all of those things, but it's also something that is. Reiki connects to us at all times and and acts as that guide for our lives. From the very first time that we take our first Reiki class, Reiki is starting to subtly yet powerfully guide our lives in ways that, you know, are sometimes subtle, but when we look back at it, we realize how profound it is. And after each class, each level of Reiki that we learn, that door opens a little bit wider and our connection to Reiki grows stronger. But we have to remember, too, that Reiki is a spiritual practice. And so the more we use it, the great, greater our guidance will become. The word guidance means help or advice that tells you what to do. That's the dictionary explanation of what guidance mean. Personally, like we were talking earlier, I find it so helpful because I've always been the kind of person that has a hard time deciding on things because I <laughs> want to make sure I look at all the angles before yes. I decide something. But with Reiki, I don't really have to because I can just ask Reiki what to do. And I think that when we're indecisive, sometimes it's because our minds are just too full and too busy. And so when that happens, it's a reminder to go within and allow Reiki to do the deciding. Yes, yes, I love that. And, you know, as you mentioned with teaching Reiki, 
you know, from that first class, the door that it opens, it's, it's just, it's breathtaking. It's so, so amazing, isn't it? It really is. And, you know, talking about the ways that it guides us, people that have been practicing Reiki for a while, you don't really have to talk about it so much with them because they know they know from living with Reiki how it guides you and, and they see how it transforms their life. And, you know, but I was amazed that when I wrote to people about this show and I asked them to share stories, I was amazed with the responses that I got, Paula. It was incredible. It was incredible. I got very long emails, you know, lots of paragraphs and and lots of reflection. And most people thanked me for asking them to share because it acted as a catalyst for them to reflect back on what Reiki is really doing for them in their life and how it is truly guiding them. And it made me realize that I, I wrote to one of my friend, my student friends and said that, you know, we are but one voice with Reiki and we all share that voice of Reiki. Oh, I but, love that. All the lives changed. Oh. <laughs> All the lives changed. But for those who haven't fully recognized it yet, because, you know, sometimes we're skeptical and we need to have things proven to us and we're not really sure about things that are unseen in our lives, there's so many ways that Reiki guides us. And, and we try to sort of convey that to our students, don't we, about how... Reiki guides our sessions, how Reiki guides us and tells us where to put our hands, how it tells us how long to stay in one position, when to move somewhere else. And just like with my friend Ellen, when Reiki told her to step back away from the man who was transitioning, and it guides our long-distance sessions. I mean, that's phenomenal when we're sending long distance Reiki, when we can't see or hear or touch the other person. And we're just sending, we're just sending that Reiki and we're just being the channel. It is, it is just, it is just so amazing and so beautiful. And, you know, I believe also opening up that Reiki, it actually, I know for me, when I first began Reiki, it actually changed my mindset as well. When things went on in life, you look at them more loving. You look at through different eyes. You're more compassionate. I mean, you have that that divine guidance, and, and it changes your mindset as well. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. I think that you you do you are able to to look at things and look at yourself more compassion with more compassion and more lovingly and sort of let you know like you say a softening and letting things letting things flow letting life go not hanging on and judging everything as either good or bad or you know terrible it's 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 a part of it i think is is just about the ego about being able to let go of the ego a little more and realize that there's a force that's working that is greater than us. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love that, Rose. I love that. <laughs> oh, fantastic. And that is so fantastic that you you got such a response 
you know, with with stories. I, I really look forward to hearing more stories. It's it's really um, it's so humbling to me when you hear these stories and you you realize that just the little drop in the pond where you've 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 taught some people and and that ripple is just widening yes. and then you hear that people are really being guided it's it's so it's just so amazing it's so great yeah that is so beautiful it is it is and you know with with every person that learns reiki or receives reiki that just that just expands it and changes the planet i believe absolutely absolutely oh well rose i'm i'm afraid we have to pop out for a commercial everyone okay we will be right back with some more stories and some more beautiful words from rose are you ready to experience the wonderful healing benefits of reiki Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki, one of the top shows on Voice America's Health and Wellness Channel, has put together the Love of Reiki Practitioner Directory. It is a growing list of practitioners and teachers of Reiki and other healing modalities. Go to lovereikiradio.com to search for a practitioner or teacher in your area, as well as products and materials from around the world. Again, that's lovereikiradio.com. Paula Vale of For the Love of Reiki has an exciting offer for you. However you may know of Paula, you now have the means of exposing your business through Paula's massive following. Starting at a very conservative $29.99 a month, you can advertise your products and services on Paula's directory. Ask about the priority listing and see what additional perks you can take advantage of. Act immediately to be exposed to millions. To apply, go to lovereikiradio.com and look for the practitioner directory sign-up page. Again, that's lovereikiradio.com. Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide, as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife. Beginning from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday and the third Saturday of every month in your time zone, this healing wave of prayer and positive energy will ripple around the planet, creating a 24-hour wave of Reiki, love, and healing to all the members of the animal kingdom. Animals feed us, they clothe us, they comfort us, and inspire us. We live with them in our homes and in our communities, and we send this healing wave of light to them to express our gratefulness to them for their gifts to all humanity. Please join with us as we create a new movement of Reiki energy with the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Write to Paula to share your thoughts and experiences with Reiki. Paula at wellnessinspired.com. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. 
everyone. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, I am here today with Rose O'Connor, and we are discussing Divinely Guided by Reiki. And Rose, you've shared some beautiful words, and I'm just anxious to just jump right back in. I, I love this topic, and you know, and just sharing how life-changing Reiki is. And, you know, much of our lives, we are trying to be in control. So how does Reiki help us to change that idea of being in control? Because that really is a big, a big thing in the world. It's a big topic. It's really yes. a big topic. And it, and it comes up over and over and over again in our discussions and in our lives and our classes and talking about Reiki. And, you know, one concept that has come through with Holy Fire Reiki, which you and I both have been trained in, is the idea that everything is already being taken care of. I, remem- I remember that from my first Holy Fire class with William Rand and that that sentence just kept going through my head. Everything is already being taken care of. And that is such a simple statement, and yet it holds so much within those words. You know, imagine your life moving forward every day, in every moment, in every circumstance, knowing intrinsically that everything is already being taken care of. Yes. To be able to place that kind of trust in life that everything is already all right and that to me is 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 part of this whole discussion about being in control because we have to be able to trust and let go of the control in order to let go of that worry and let go of that fear and fear holds on to us hard most people have lived in fear for most of their lives and when you look at it and you, like you were saying before, Paula, about how our mindset changes with Reiki. So I think that for me, I know I have always grown up being a very fearful kind of a person, even though in other ways I'm very courageous. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that fear, when I can step back and I can see that fear and I can look at it through the mindset of Reiki, I can say, oh, but what's really the worst that can happen here? You know, how important is this really? And do I really need to be afraid of it? Or can I allow it to be, allow myself to say, yes, everything is already being taken care of. I don't know how. I don't need to know how. I don't need to know everything all the time. I just need to trust in that yes. divine guidance that I'm being taken care of. I love that. And, I love that. <laughs> thank you. And I just, you know, control is such an illusion. It's such a, I think it's the greatest illusion of all that we're actually in control. You know, because we're not even guaranteed our next breath. We're certainly not in control of anything. And, yes. you know, one, one of the things that, and, and I go back to, to uh, one of my revered teachers, William Rand, and, and one of the prayers that he's used, and we may have talked about this before, but it's certainly worth repeating if we have. For the past three decades, he has said the following prayer every day, guide me and heal me so that I may better serve others. And 
<laughs> you know, that, that says it all. Guide me and heal me. You know, D- don't be the one that's, that's in charge. You know, and, and, and he's a person that has done, you know, he's internationally known and he's taught all over the world and he has a, a, a magazine, you know, the Reiki News magazine and he's done many, many things. And that simple little prayer, guide me and heal me so that I may serve others. Show me the way, you know. A perfect prayer, a perfect prayer. Because perf- actually when we have the fear and doubt, we actually put a wall up where the trust and the peace can just open that up. Yes, letting go. Yeah. And how can the how can the divine guidance, how can the universal energies work with us if like you say we're putting up that wall of fear and that wall of distrust that just blocks that blocks the synchronicities from coming in. Yes, yes. And I love your I love your analogy control is an illusion because really it is. As you said, we really don't have control. So to understand that and realize that is a big step, isn't it? It is a big step and I think that the word control what I've what I've come to to hear that makes sense to me is you know when the yogis and the and the buddhas and you know um, the Reiki people say, control your mind. If you're going to control anything, you want to control your thoughts. You want to pay attention to how you're thinking, you know. And when you start paying attention to how you're thinking, you start to see how controlling your thoughts really are yes. and how you're trying to, you know, I mean, I, I want to be the director of my own movie, you know. <laughs> Yes. I want to I want to tell all the characters what their roles are and how to play them and what events are going to take place in my life movie. You know, sure, we all get that's it's something that I think we're all working on, you know, but the internal divine guidance means that we we learn to let go of the control and we allow things to happen. Oh, I love that. I love that. And uh, you're right, our thoughts are so important. I mean, like creates like we what we put out there is what we're asking to manifest yep i was just thinking about um something that i've heard with that paula about if you want to see what is the product of your thoughts look at your life look at your outer world because your outer world will be a reflection of what your inner world is Everything that's around you is what you've created through the power of your thoughts. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. Now, Rose, how can we learn to listen to our inner guidance? And what ways might it show up? What give the listeners a little advice on on what to what to look for. Well, you know, it's interesting because our inner guidance can show up in so many ways. And a couple of years ago, I taught a, a workshop called Reiki and Intuition. And I think sometimes for me in my life that as I'm learning about things, I always tend to express what I'm learning through wanting to teach it to other people. So even though I went into the workshop 
you know, hardly being an expert on the, on the subject because I don't really think I'm an expert on anything, but I, I was inspired by a book by Amy Rowland and she's um, trying to remember what the name of her book is. I think it's Reiki and Intuition or something like that. But she teaches a lot of uh, Reiki and Intuition workshops. And I just used like a few simple techniques that were guided by her and also guided by Reiki. And we talked about all the ways that intuition or guidance can appear through thought, through songs on the radio, through a chance meeting with somebody, through, you know, a feather or a pebble or an animal that you see, through a knowing yes. that you have. There's so many ways and our intuition is as close to us as our ability to pay attention to it. You know, if we slow down and we pay attention to that to that guidance, to that intuition, then we'll recognize that it's always been there. It's always there. It's just that we haven't been listening to it. And there's there's a lot of, you know, divination tools out there like a pendulum or angel cards or muscle testing. There's tons of tools that we can use to help us to tap into what's inside here. But at the end of the day, they're really just tools because what we have, like we talked about earlier, what we have is already inside us. But with Reiki, it's like getting an extra special boost of intuition because Reiki, just on its own, hones our intuition and increases our natural intuition just by having it. You know, it's, it's like what we talked about, you know, when you... Um, or when you're doing a treatment and w when I'm giving a treatment, one of the things that will happen for me is I will be guided to work on another area of the body because I will feel a sensation in my own body, maybe in my throat. And I'll know Reiki is telling me go to that person's throat. You know, that's just one tiny little way, but there's so many ways and it's really interesting, isn't it, Paula, when you're teaching to watch how even new people to Reiki are already following their intuition with Reiki. And yeah. they're doing things that just amaze you. Yes, yes. And and they're amazed, you know, when they open that door and their intuition increases and the changes, and I, I'm sure you see so much of that with your students. It's just amazing. Even at level one, what mm -hmm. opens up for people? It, it's just so beautiful. <laughs> it is. It, it really is. You know, in one of the things that we always do in our level one classes is um, right after the, that very first attunement, and this is before we've taught them hand positions or any of that, you know, any of the left-brained information. We just put them together, like one person will sit in a chair and the other person stands behind. And we have them just, just do whatever they feel guided. Just place their hands on the person's back, feel in their aura, and the, you, just to watch them connect with it before they know anything and they just they'll start scanning the aura on their own and they'll just they sometimes just have the most profound little mini sessions right then and there you know so 
that's Reiki doing that, <laughs> doing yes. that guiding. You know, that's divine guidance right there. Yes. I had a nice um, little uh, email to share with you from uh, my friend, student, Christine. And she wrote to me and said that Reiki has been guiding me to delve deeper into Reiki with animals. People have talked to me about doing some on their pets. I've stumbled upon numerous articles this past month, and I have random thoughts of places it's needed like shelters and animal hospitals. It seems almost daily something crosses my path that is a sign to do something more with animals and Reiki. And, you know, this, this young woman in particular is, is not unlike many of us who is, we can be very analytical and we need the proof and we need to, you know, know everything about it. Really intelligent, beautiful young woman. And I love seeing how she is maturing with Reiki and how she'll now write these things to me and say, Oh, I'm getting the guidance. Here it comes. I'm listening to it. I'm paying attention. This is where I need to go, you know. And yes. uh, it's really, it's really neat. It's really neat. Yes. I love the. I love how it expands for us. Yes, and and your words, you know, to just slow down and you know be open to that inner guidance. Just that slowing down, and you know. Seeingness or feelingness is is so vital. It is, you know, and that's one thing that I was reminded of uh, when I started working with Anna Twinney, who I know you've had on the show, and she brought back uh, some um, things about you know paying attention to the animals, like well, what crossed your path today and, and what bird did you see and, and what animal might have crossed the road in front of you or, you know, what messages. And, and she's one who, she, because her work with animals is such a big part of her life, she uses the animals for her messages a lot and she'll see the most amazing animals, you know, and that's just one way. But like you say, we're we're always in such a hurry, right? We're always in that do, do, do mode. And when do we slow down? When do we listen and let go of that control of doing and being the one in charge to just listen? Yes. Yes. Oh, oh, I, and I just love Anna. I, she does so much. And I, one time it was a few years back, I had just gotten so busy and going 100 miles an hour, and I went into a restaurant, and in the middle of this restaurant, right in front of me was a white feather, and I went, okay. <laughs> I, yes, I need to slow down, and, you know, little things can pop up like that, you know, if we're looking, and it can really be quite comical. Yep. Or we turn on the radio and, you know, we're thinking about a certain thing or asking for a certain question and then we hear it on the radio, we hear the song and it's like, oh yeah, it's talking to me. Yes, I mean, (laughs) so really we can just have so much fun with our guidance as well. We can, we really can. We really can. Can be very playful and fun. Yes, 
Oh, well, Rose, we are going to pop out again for a few minutes. And, okay. Um, we will be right back. Everyone, stay tuned. We will be back. Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide, as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife. Beginning from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday and the third Saturday of every month in your time zone, this healing wave of prayer and positive energy will ripple around the planet, creating a 24-hour wave of Reiki, love, and healing to all the members of the animal kingdom. Animals feed us, they clothe us, they comfort us, and inspire us. We live with them in our homes and in our communities, and we send this healing wave of light to them to express our gratefulness to them for their gifts to all humanity. Please join with us as we create a new movement of Reiki energy with the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Write to Paula to share your thoughts and experiences with Reiki. Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Are you ready to experience the wonderful healing benefits of Reiki? Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki, one of the top shows on Voice America's health and wellness channel, has put together the Love of Reiki Practitioner Directory. It is a growing list of practitioners and teachers of Reiki and other healing modalities. Go to lovereikiradio.com to search for a practitioner or teacher in your area, as well as products and materials from around the world. Again, that's lovereikiradio.com. Paula Vale of For the Love of Reiki has an exciting offer for you. However you may know of Paula, you now have the means of exposing your business through Paula's massive following. Starting at a very conservative $29.99 a month, you can advertise your products and services on Paula's directory. Ask about the priority listing and see what additional perks you can take advantage of. Act immediately to be exposed to millions. To apply, go to lovereikiradio.com and look for the practitioner directory sign-up page. Again, that's lovereikiradio.com. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. And again, Joining me today, Rose O'Connor, and we are discussing Divinely Guided by Reiki. And we were just, before we went into commercial break, chatting about how wonderful it is to to be guided and, and see things and listen to our intuition. And I, I would love to ask you, Rose, can you share ways in which Reiki has guided your life? I, I would love to hear that. <laughs> Thank you, Paula. You're I always, I always hesitate to talk about myself. That's always been one of my nemesis, you know, mm-hmm. in, especially in classes. But I realize that when we look at our own lives, you know, there are messages sometimes that will help other people. 
and through this. And Reiki has been guiding my life for a while now, thank goodness. And for the past three and a half years, I feel as though my journey with Reiki has involved a lot of doing. Doing, doing, doing. Um, We moved to Colorado, my husband Joe and I, and we let Reiki guide us to promoting classes there in a small mountain town, you know, where there were, there were Reiki practitioners there, but there weren't, you know, there wasn't evidence of a lot of people offering classes. And so we went to everywhere, you know, Reiki guided us everywhere in that valley, you know, over to Breckenridge and Fair Play, Salida, Buena Vista, Leadville. Um, we took Reiki into the college there and taught some college classes. And it was more doing, more doing, more doing, you know, packing up for the classes. We were always teaching them somewhere else. Um, meeting all kinds of people. And then it also involved taking more classes for ourselves so that we could learn. So um, more doing there. You know, we flew to Hawaii for a class with William, going to Arizona to take classes with Michael and Lorel, and hosting Reiki shares, giving Reiki treatments, and writing articles for the Reiki News magazine, and being invited to, to be on this show with you all divinely guided but also a lot of a lot of doing you know and and all wonderful stuff really amazing and wonderful but then all of a sudden for for some reason and and I'm still not sure why reiki guided guided us this winter to rent out our house and to fly across the ocean to come to england and to house and pet sit for people all over england for four and a half months. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, you know, it it involved a huge amount of faith in Reiki and trust in Reiki because it was a, I realized even more so after I got here that leaving behind our Reiki community and our Reiki classes in Colorado and you know, even though we have the intention to share Reiki here in England in whatever way that we can, but there's no plan right now. There's no plan that that Reiki has made clear to us yet. And as I was getting ready for this show, Paula, I sat and I asked Reiki, so what exactly am I doing here again? (laughs) (laughs) And what I heard from Reiki was, because you know, my my inner knowing or my intuition is sometimes that voice, you know, that voice in my head. And what I heard was, you'll see, you know, and being patient has never been a strong suit for me. <laughs> but what I'm starting to realize through Reiki that this is a time of just truly letting go and learning even more deeply to let go of the control, let go of what I've come to think of as my identity. You know, it's funny because back home, I'm a Reiki teacher in a small town, but people recognize me because of the flyers and things like that. And they'll say, aren't you, you know, I'm not, I'm not in Times Square or anything, but they, (laughs) but they do recognize me in Buena Vista and they'll say, aren't you the woman that teach Reiki, teaches Reiki? And I say, yeah, but by coming here to England and leaving all of that behind, I feel like Reiki meant for me to lose my identity for a while. 
and to take a long, hard look at who am I underneath all of that and what is it that Reiki is trying to teach me right now? Can I listen? Can I stay the path? Can I empty myself and let the universe fill me? I realize that I've only just begun to learn about myself, about Reiki, about life. And so Reiki continues to be my guide. One of the things that I discovered is, and I talked about you with this uh, with you earlier, is that we have had some impact through Reiki, through the magnificence of Reiki and us being the messengers, that it seems that we have had some impact on people back there. And I think that it's almost like we had to go so far away. It's like the earth looking at the moon, yes. you know, and seeing, wow, this is, this is really great. And what a enlightened and rich and fruitful community in which we are blessed to live. Yes. So, I'm just trying to go along for the ride right now, and I I don't put my goals or – it doesn't mean I don't put my goals or intentions out to the universe. It just means that I'm setting intentions and then trying to allow the guidance of Reiki to show me how or what that will manifest as. And I think that that's really important for all of us to learn about the power of manifestation. You know, we put the intention out there and then we allow yes. it to happen. Oh, I love that, Rose. That is just so fantastic. It, you know, I love that. I know myself, I have, I think of it, I have my goals and my research on one hand and I have my trust and allowing on the other I love that. And and what you said about your identity, that is so fantastic because we do. We we see and have an identity of who we are. But yet if we open up, that identity can change and it can become something much greater than we had never even dreamed or give us a purpose. I love that. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's a real learning experience so far, yes. and and it's a real it's an experience in learning how to trust, and hopefully, the things that that I that we learn here along the way will be things that will manifest in a way that we can share them. You know, like I came with the intention here of writing a book, but I don't know what the book is. I don't know what it's going to be about, whether it's about Reiki, whether it's about something different. And so I'm just hoping that Reiki will continue to guide my hands, my heart, and my mind to bring forth whatever it is that's meant to come through during this time. Stillness is not easy sometimes. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, I just have to say briefly, Rose, that I just... Thank you from the bottom of my heart for the guidance and the example you are for others and the world. I just, I am so grateful. So Thank grateful you, Paula. to be connected. I feel, <laughs> I feel exactly the same way about you. I really, I really truly do. Thank you. I'm just, and that's <laughs> an example of what Source does for us that, that we connected. And I, I would like to ask you, um, 
What would you say are some ways we as Reiki practitioners can connect more deeply with the guidance that Reiki brings? What advice would you give fellow practitioners? You know, it's it's interesting because when I started to write about this and think about this, the answers were really simple and I thought this is going to sound really easy, but again, what one of the things that I'm coming to learn more and more as I, you know, move forward on the journey with Reiki is that the heart of Reiki is about the spiritual practice. And this is again something that, you know, beings that we've taken ourselves out of that identity place of that place of where you know we have all these classes scheduled and we're doing this and we're doing that it really brings one back to saying well what is what is the true path what is the true way who am i with reiki without all that other stuff and for me what i'm realizing is it's about the practice and you know, it's about the self-reiki. You know, for first and foremost, to me, it's about the self-reiki. And that's something that we try to really impress upon our level one students and as we go through. And you, I'm sure you have come across this, that so many people learn reiki and they want to do reiki on, all, you know, their animals or other people. And that's all wonderful. But they don't do it on themselves. Yes. And... You know, if if you're not doing it on yourself, then, you know, it's like Kawaii Takata said, Reiki self first and then others. And so I think that self-Reiki is one way to really connect. If we have holy fire, we can, we can receive ignitions by ourselves, and that's hugely powerful. Another way is to focus on the principles, on the Reiki principles, and there's a lot of different ways that we can meditate on the principles. We can go with one principle a day. Joe, he, Joe is uh, my main man, Joe. Okay. <laughs> he likes to sit every morning and he does his meditation on the principles because that is, for, for him, that is the core of Reiki. And the more I read about Reiki, I'm reading a really good book right now uh, by Fr- uh, Franz Stein, and you know he comes back to those principles and how those were the foundation, according to Mikawasui. And yes. there are formal practices for using uh, the principles, like the Hatsureho, which I'm probably not pronouncing right, but that's a Japanese technique that involves using the principles and the symbols. You know, our symbols, our Reiki symbols, that's another way, right, yes. to connect us to the source of Reiki, to connect us to that guidance. We have so many symbols that we can use. We can use the symbols as a mantra. And sending long-distance Reiki, that's, you know, Franz Stein says that Mikawasui called the distance symbol being of right mind, Oh, I love that. I do too, you know, and it's like if we're in the right mind, then of course we can connect with someone across the world or, you know, in the past or in the future um, because we are of right mind and we're all of that same mind. 
Oh, I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. And Rose, we are down to just a couple more minutes of the show. What last words would you like to say to the listeners today? Well, I'd like to say that I believe that we all have the ability to tap into divine guidance, whether we're attuned to Reiki or not. Reiki is simply a special gift that helps us fine-tune those messages that we receive and allow our channels to divine guidance remain more open. Reiki also works actively in our own lives. And if anyone listening has a story or a comment or a question about any of it, I would love it if you would write to me. I would be honored if you would write to me anytime. Would you like me to give my email address, Paula? Oh, I would love that, Rose. Okay. So they can write to me at rose at rockymountainreiki.com. And, and our website is www.rockymountainreiki.com. And I'm not going to bother to give my phone number right now because it's turned off. So, <laughs> But I absolutely will answer any and all emails and be happy to share with you or on Facebook as well. Uh, now, would you like to share um, one more uh, little story with us to, to end the yeah, show? Yeah, we didn't get to fun. the stories, did yeah. we? Yeah. <laughs> We have about two minutes. Okay. Yes, I will share a story. This is from Margaret. And Margaret says, Reiki was ever present when I was going through chemotherapy and radiation. I would visualize on the radiation table that it was Reiki light zapping me with healing. When I had the chemo hooked up, I would give myself Reiki in the chair with my headphones on, closing my eyes and allowing positive healing thoughts. And then I volunteered for the last two years in the same cancer facility as I had received treatment. And I felt so good to be able to help others with Reiki in the same chairs that I had sat in. Oh, beautiful. I love nice it. Nice story. <laughs> Reiki makes such a difference in lives. Isn't it beautiful? It really does. We're yes. so blessed, Paula. <laughs> yes, we are. We are. And uh, anything you'd like to to put out there for the listeners who aren't practitioners, uh, uh, just a little something that they can do to bring themselves to the point of, of more divine guidance? I would say that all of the things that we talked about, about paying attention to the signs around you and paying attention to your inner listening, perhaps getting involved in some sort of meditation practice. You know, people get scared by meditation, but it doesn't have to be a long practice. It can just be sitting and being still and going within and ask. And once you ask, listen, and you'll get the guidance that you need. Ah, I love it. I love it. Oh, Rose, (laughs) thank you so much for today's show. Thank you, Paula. I am it's just so, so so great to spend time with you. Yes, you too. And big hugs to England and love Thanks. hugs and blessings to everyone around the world and Rose, love hugs and blessings your way. Same to you, Paula. Oh, goodbye everyone. Thank you. Thank you again for tuning into For the Love of Reiki. 
Please join your host, Paula Vale, again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel to learn more about your better health. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.